Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where we help a beginning player or coach by talking about the fundamentals of basketball bi-weekly on this podcast. Our goal is to help those new to basketball build a strong foundation to advance their skill and knowledge. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. Thank you. Hi, I'm Coach Sadler. Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. I have been a coach for more than 20 years. I have a Master's of Science degree in psychology with a specialization in sports psychology. I am an assistant coach at a university, a USA Basketball Gold licensed coach, as well as a varsity youth basketball coach in the summer. I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to help athletes new to basketball gain skills and knowledge that can impact their ability to contribute to a team in the future. Coaches who are new to the sport can also use the information provided in this podcast to help grow their skills and knowledge. My goal is to share information that is easy to understand, that is relatable and achievable. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. For our new listeners, before we begin episode 10, a brief recap of the topics we have previously covered. In the first episode, we talked about goal setting, the importance of setting a goal, a timeline for completing the goal, and how to accomplish the goal. In the second episode, we talked about visualization and how this mental track training technique can be used to help you become a better basketball player. Visualize, believe, practice, and perform. In episode three, we focused on internal and external motivation and how these motivators impact your desire and drive to play basketball. In episode four, we talked about planning your basketball workout because a plan helps you to stay on track and monitor your progress, to make changes when necessary, and puts a process in place for your development. We also talked about the importance of always having fun, even when the work is hard. We reviewed four habits and skills that need to be included in your daily workouts to maximize your opportunity to receive playing time which are conditioning and warming up, ball handling, defense, and rebounding. In episode five, we talked about three keys to mental toughness, which are positive self-talk, being self-confident, and being comfortable and relaxed in your ability to perform the basketball skills you've learned. In episode six, I provided seven tips on how to be a great teammate which are be in top physical condition, learn, understand, and live up to the expectations of the team, 
Do not be concerned with what another player is doing, good or bad. Play within your capabilities. Respect all of your coaches and teammates. Keep a journal, a video, audio, written, or all three. And catch the basketball. Have good hands. In episode seven, we talked about the importance of communication and how it can be used as a stepping stone to your success. As expressed by Coach K, Duke University men's basketball coach, effective teamwork begins and ends with communication. I provided a 30-day action plan to help you become an effective communicator on the court. In episode eight, we talked about overcoming adversity by controlling the things you can control, which are your attitude, your work ethic, and your actions. Finally, in episode nine, we discussed game management and the importance of your ability to control a game. We talked about high basketball IQ, which is a player's understanding of the game of basketball and how that understanding shapes the decisions the player makes on the basketball court. Having a high basketball IQ is as equally important as having high basketball skills, especially when teams of equal skill and physical ability compete against one another. High basketball IQ is a skill that can be learned. Players with high basketball IQ always know the time, score, and situation, see the entire floor, put their teammates in the position to be successful, do not overpass the basketball because they know overpassing allows the defense to catch up and make a play and are in good defensive position. And additionally, they compete to win every battle. Now, before we jump into discussion 10, I am sending out a huge shout out to Anna and Lily, who are two young ladies who were a part of my summer youth team. They will be continuing their basketball journey at the collegiate level. Ladies, enjoy this next stage of your lives. Stay healthy and be safe. And know that me and Coach Jeremy and all of the other coaches are here for you whenever you need us. We got your backs. For Anna and Lili and athletes who have arrived on college campuses to continue their basketball journey, they have a very important aspect of basketball in common. They learn to love the process. And in order for you to meet your goals, you will need to learn to love the process as well. Now, I define the process as the work you need to put in to master the skills of basketball. The work requires that you bring your whole self. It requires that your heart be in it, that you cannot be afraid to fail or to make a mistake or look bad while you're learning. It means you cannot give 50% of your energy in conditioning drills, but give 100% of your energy when scrimmaging or playing a basketball game. 
You have to surrender to the process, the work that it takes to master the skills if you want to make and contribute to a basketball team. Let me break it down to you like this. Say your parents or guardian or another loved one has asked you to clean your room, but you would rather be doing something else. So you go through the motions of cleaning your room, but you're not really focused on what you're doing. You throw your shoes across the room in the closet. You halfway make up your bed. You do not do any dusting or clean the floor. You do just enough. But while you were going through the half-hearted, just enough cleaning motion, you did not notice the juice in your room. And when you threw your shoes, one of them knocked the juice over the floor and it spilled all over to a pair of your favorite shoes. Now you are frantically trying to clean up the spill and hoping the stain will come out of your favorite shoes. You have created an unintended consequence for yourself. More work plus the potential of ruining your favorite shoes. All because you were not fully present and paying attention while cleaning your room. Practicing basketball is similar to cleaning your room. In that there may be skills and drills that you do not like. And because of your dislike, you do not pay attention and focus or give 100% effort. This may cause an unintended consequence for you. In my experience, conditioning is a prime example of this. Some athletes understand that conditioning is a part of the process to get better, but many athletes do not. Therefore, they do not give their full effort and work as hard as they need to. The unintended consequence is that they do not have the stamina to play at a level needed to be successful. It really is that simple. They did not commit to the process or work of conditioning. The end result is no playing time. But conditioning is just one example. But the bottom line is you have to fully commit to every aspect of basketball. The drills you like and the drills you do not like need your full attention, your whole heart, 100% of your focus. If your goal is truly to become a contributing member of a basketball team. Remember, basketball is not an individual sport. It is a sport that requires all members to work as one to be fully functional. And a coach will demand that all work as one. Now you might be saying, coach, I do not like cleaning my room. What can I do about that? Well, my answer is make it fun. Since you have to do it anyway, have fun doing it. Do you like music? Yes? Then turn on your favorite music while you're cleaning your room. If you don't have access to music, then turn it into a contest. Set a goal for effectively cleaning your room. Then compete against that goal. You know, Like, I'm going to get my room cleaned up in 15 minutes. Okay, set the timer. Ready, set, go. Did you make your goal time? Yes, 
No. Well, did you have fun focusing on what you were doing and completing it effectively by your goal time? You can use the same approach to any drill or skill of basketball that you do not like. Listen to your favorite music if allowed at practice. If no music is allowed or you do not have access to music, then make up a fun contest. But find a way to make what you dislike likable. As we wrap up discussion 10, in your basketball journal, I want you to indicate the drills and skills you do not like and create your own way to make the drills likable. Now, this may take some time to complete, but you can do this. I promise you, you can do it. Now, reach out to me at basicsinbasketball at gmail.com and let me know how you're doing. That's B-A-S-I-C-S-N-B-B-A-L-L at gmail.com. I hope this information has been beneficial. Please join me for the next episode of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter.